Angel, stop crying. We're back. Welcome to Did Someone Say Soccer, episode 101. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I am with the homie Angelito and my brother Jordan. Say what up, boys. What up, everybody? We have a special guest in the house. His name is Julian. Julian, say what up. What's up, everybody? That's right. He is a journalist that covers the Serie A. We're going to talk some Serie A. He's going to tell us his favorite teams. We're going to get in some depth. You guys have no idea what's in store today. We're going to talk United. We're going to talk about Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. And then we're going to talk Champions League. Angel, what happened to Manchester United? They were complete shit and they lost to Watford. Four to one. It was pretty embarrassing. I mean, how, how do you lose to Watford? That's toward the bottom of the table. You're supposed to uh, be competing for the title. When Ronaldo got there, all the all of the Manchester United fans were like, oh, we're going to win. We're going to dethrone Chelsea. I know that Blake and Derek were ecstatic. They started talking all this shit to everybody else. And now they're nowhere to be found. They don't want to come on the podcast because they know we were going to make fun of them. But I'm pretty sure Jordan is still going to do that anyways. Oh, yeah, dude, for sure. So you want to know what happened to Manchester United? Ronaldo came in, right? He's like, look, guys, this isn't Frosted Tip Ronaldo. You know, I'm still the sexiest motherfucker alive, right? But here's the deal, okay? I don't want Ole Gunnar to get the hell out of my locker room, Solskjaer, okay? I want somebody who's gonna actually help me out. I want this dude named Zinedine Zidane, okay? So Oli, hit the bricks, Jack, okay? If I have to lose 4-0 to Watford, newly promoted Watford, then I'll do it, okay? I'm gonna have homeboy miss two penalty kicks, okay? And still, we're gonna lose 4-0, okay? I'm not even gonna score. I'm gonna let James Vanderbeek over here from One Tree Hill go ahead and put in the, the goal so we can at least, you know, not get shut out. But dude, come on, four to nil, <coughs> unbelievable. Manchester United, more like Manchester, go down to the championship, man. All right, Julian, if a company fired you, would you want to do an exit interview and publicize it all across the world? Personally, no. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want anybody knowing. I wouldn't want. Uh, I definitely wouldn't want that uh, kind of exposure. No. I, I, I would want it to be more silent, but I kind of understand. I kind of, I, I could kind of understand why they did it, like because Oli, Oli's like a Man United legend, but at the same time, like I don't know if it was the best way to do it. I don't think it was the best way to like announce his departure. No. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I would never want to do that. The dude was crying. I mean, you had to feel bad for this guy, and. Manchester United had some balls to tell this guy, we just sacked you, so let's talk about how you did. And whatever. Jordan, you think Zidane Zidane is going to be the next coach. If that is true, why won't he take the job right now and take over? Why is Michael Carrick and why are they looking for an interim manager 
for the rest of the season? Oh, dude, because uh, Zidane's not dumb, dude. He knows that there's no chance they're going to win table. Hell, they're probably not even going to qualify for Champions League. He doesn't want to coach a team to get him into Europa, all right? So if he's going to wait, he's going to see, he's going to weigh his options, all right? He's like, Chelsea's already top of the table, okay? So let's just go ahead and let them win. They're going to go ahead and be champion, or Premier League champions. So I'll wait. I'll drive up the bidding war between Newcastle United and Manchester United knowing damn well I'm probably going to take the United job. But if I can go ahead and get an extra $1 billion uh, Newcastle United, I might as well do everything I can, man. But in the end, I'm pretty sure Zidane's going to go to United. Angel, did you see that Pochettino said that he is willing to leave PSG right now to go coach Manchester United? What are your thoughts on that? I mean... That I, I don't know why he's saying stuff. He um, when he was in Tottenham, he was horrible, and you know he finally gets to coach this all-star team, which hasn't been that great, uh, you know, because of injuries, COVID, other reasons. But how are you gonna say, you know what, I'm willing to leave this um, this team, which is doing better in Champions League than Manchester United to begin with, and go all go all in on Manchester United, which are just a mess right now they have besides today's victory they had nothing going for them they uh had lost consecutive games did look just look deflated so i don't know why he would want to announce that he's willing to leave a a decent team that's performing well for uh you know for a team that's not winning it doesn't look like they're gonna win anything at all this season if you're ronaldo and you see that Messi just scored his first goal in the yeah. French League. Do you think if Pochettino came over to Manchester United that he would help you score more? I don't think so. I don't think Pochettino would make a difference at Cristiano Ronaldo. I think we see it time and time again. Cristiano Ronaldo being coached by so many different uh, tacticians in the game, and he still has that goal scoring instinct within him. So no, I don't think Pochettino would make a difference on his in his playing style. I think he's he's a born he's born to he was born with this skill to put the ball behind the net over and over again. So I don't think it would make like a significant difference in the way he plays. Let me ask you a question. So, if who would you want to see coach Manchester United? Um, in terms of the managers available right now, I think uh, I would like to see Zinedine Zidane uh, coach Manchester United. I think he has, uh, in terms of success, I think he's had the most uh, the most success under his CV right now. If you look at his resume, he made it to the Champions League final three times and won each time. So I think. Uh, Zidane is probably going to allow um, the most change within this club, and I think he has the capabilities to rebuild this team and make it something special again. Yeah, I'll tell you why Pochettino wants to leave PSG, okay? He goes in that locker room, and he stands around there, hands on his hips. He's looking around. He's seeing who he's got there. He's got old and busted Messi, all right? He's like, this isn't the cat that I signed up for, okay? He sees Neymar, and he's like, dude, this guy's not even whatever, Neymar. And then he's sitting there, and he's staring at this cat, right? And he's staring at him dead in the eye. And he's like, this bum right here 
this $372 billion player, Kylian Mbappe, can't score a goal in the damn French League, okay? Get out of here, Kylian Mbappe. If you don't leave, I'm leaving, all right? It's you or me, and it's probably going to be me. I can't stand you, Kylian Mbappe. I'm hitting the road because of you. Take care, PSG. Take P- Kylian Mbappe. Have fun when he leaves the Real Madrid. I'm out of here. Holy shit. Wow. Angel. Did you see that uh, ex-Barcelona manager, uh, I think it's Valverde, is interested in being the interim manager for Manchester United at the moment? I did see that. And honestly, um, this is a big club, so I can see anyone wanting to take over, even if it's temporary, with the vacancy and no one's taking the actual job, like you guys keep saying. Maybe Zidane's holding out. I mean, this is a chance for you to coach. Uh, it, they have talented players. It's just they're not performing well. So I can see why he'd want to go and be the inner head coach if no one else is um, volunteering to go and coach the team. Oh, hang on, guys. I'm getting a phone call. Jake Glazer. No, I can't coach your Manchester United team. You know what? I got a U6 team, okay? And I got more talent on that U6 team than you have in your entire roster, okay? Have fun playing in the championship. Stay off my line, man. There's actually a coach that... <laughs> There's actually a coach that just got uh, available that can coach uh, Manchester United. Uh, Angel was saying that uh, Bob Bradley's interested in the job. <laughs> <laughs> Bet all those uh, United States fanboys would like that, wouldn't they? I don't know. Let's ask Jordan. Oh, yeah. I'd love it, dude. Go ahead. All right. <laughs> so let's get into Champions League. All right. I'm going to read off some scores that that stuck out to me. We have Byron won today, 2-1 to one to Dynamo. We have United beating Villarreal 2-0. Atalanta 3-3 to Young Boys. Barca tied Benfica 0-0. Chelsea took care of business. Put the hammer down 4-0 to Juve. Boys, Jordan, talk to me about Chelsea versus Juve. Oh, dude, let me tell you what. Chelsea versus Juve, four to nothing. All right. Julie, my man, I know you're the Serie A person, but dude, that beatdown was something special, man. Chalabo with the goal, you know what I'm saying? And Reese James hitting a banger. Hell, dude, Timo even scored. You know it's a hell of a game when Timo's scoring, all right? I don't care if it's plus five, plus seven, Timo's scoring, all right? It's good to see Kristen Pulisic getting the start, dude. We had uh, Weston McKinney out there hitting a banger of a shot. You know what, man? It was a beatdown, and it was just Chelsea, a certain dominance, saying, you know what, we the chance to the chance no more. Julian, so what did you think of uh, Juve's performance? Uh, no, I thought it was atrocious. I mean, they weren't even they weren't even able to like hold on to the ball for for so long. Like despite like various moments of brilliance here and there, like it was just sloppy overall. Defensively, they were terrible. They weren't able to contain that Chelsea side offensively. You had Reese James on the wings and Ben Chilwell and 
even Timo Werner, who's in poor form, has to get a goal behind in the, in the secure ball in the, in the in the back of the net for uh, for Chelsea. So overall, I think it was a terrible performance. And I was hoping that they would only lose one to two zero max, but four zero. Come on, like that was a complete blowout. Angel, now we're talking about Timo Werner. Did you see how that goal happened? Yes, I did. I mean, this game, like you already mentioned, Chelsea was just on it. Juve barely got two opportunities that weren't even that great. But, you know, offensively, they could not stop Chelsea at all. And I think even at the end of the celebration, you see some of the fans jump in and go and hug him on the corner. So it was a pretty crazy goal. I mean, everyone got in on it, all the defenders, which let's say Reese James is clearly the best defender right now. He's scoring, he's defending. He's the best defender in the Champions League, in the Premier League. I mean, come on. Um, it's just Chelsea Chelsea got their revenge because in the first match against Juve, they lost 1-0, and they put that behind them, just destroyed Juve today. It was embarrassing for them. The reason why I asked if you saw that goal is because what player lost the ball to give Timo Werner that goal? None other than Mr. Weston McKenney. <laughs> you know, you know when, you're, when you're one of the best players on your team and you're getting beat down for nothing, you know, you can't just do everything perfect, okay? Did you see his banger that uh, Edward Mendy had to make a good save on? Okay, he was tired from that, all right? But can we talk about uh, Thiago Silva making a goal line save? Old ass diving out there to just kick the ball, clear it. Man, dude, 37 years old, looking like a G still. Nate, let me ask you this, all right? After watching that game, who stepped into Chelsea? Young boys. <laughs> you would say young boys, man. Get them out of your mind. <laughs> I'm just playing. I, I, I don't know yet. Uh, there's, there's not a team yet that actually, like, stuck out that's going to say, hey, we can take you right now. I think if Chelsea doesn't win it, it's because they beat themselves or they did something. Not even uh not even Man City to me poses a threat to Chelsea. I mean, look, Chelsea doesn't even have Lukaku out there and they're scoring goals left and right. So, it's it's insane. Uh Now, since Manchester United has reformed they won 2-0 to Villarreal. They have history with Villarreal when they lost in a 20-some PK shootout in the European uh, Cup Finals. And uh, they end up beating was it Emery's team 2-0. Ronaldo had a goal. And Sancho had his first goal. They they came out they came out they were ready they stuck it. Um, De Gea had a hell of a game and goal. Now guys, after seeing this performance, do you think that they can carry this performance on into the Premier League? Jordan. Well, I mean, who do they got next? Who do they have next? I'm talking about, you know, and rumor, rumor on the street is that we're getting Lukaku back and Homeboy hasn't played in 37 years, so he's going to be full fit. 
ready to beast on some dudes. They ain't got Harry Maguire, so Rafael Varane's probably not going to play. I mean, can they carry it? Maybe, but does it worry me as a Chelsea fan going forward? No. I mean, cool, you guys scored. You know, if it's not for De Gea playing out of his mind like he does every time they play Villarreal, then you guys are probably losing this game too, you know? Julian, what are your thoughts on uh, the Manchester United game? Well, I think overall it's a good starting point for Manchester United to like regain momentum back into the Premier League. But as uh, as you said before, uh, I just don't think it's going to make much of a difference. Uh, I mean, like Manchester United, like we're still pretty poor defensively today, and even without Maguire and uh, they're, they're heading uh, they're heading to face Chelsea without Maguire and Rafael Varane. So like I just don't see it happening. I I just don't see them winning this one. Uh, I think it's still gonna be I think it's gonna be a poor performance uh, for Manchester United despite their their win uh, today in the Champions League. Angel, what's your score prediction for Manchester United versus Chelsea? I, I say Chelsea wins three to one. You know Ronaldo's probably gonna flop in for a penalty, and they're gonna get one, but. Uh, I mean, after today's performance, if you think about it, the first goal where Cristiano Ronaldo scored, it was off a mistake of the keeper for Villarreal. And the second goal from Rashford, uh, not Rashford, um, Jadon Sancho, it, it barely went in. So, I mean, I don't see that uh, they're going to, I don't see them beating Chelsea. Um, they might have got some confidence, but the talent is not there. They're still, uh, they got to change their whole tactic and everything from how they were playing before. And it's too soon to be playing someone that is in playing as good as Chelsea is playing right now. However, um, I do think Bayern Munich can stop Chelsea in the Champions League. Just throwing that out there. So, <laughs> now that we're talking about Bayern Munich, Bayern Munich won 2-1 to one today. Something spectacular happened. Says Bayern Munich is your team, Angel. What happened yeah. today? Uh, after a couple of deflections, Robert Lewandowski did a bicycle kick to to score the first goal for Bayern Munich. And all right, Lewandowski... I need you, I need you to say that over again. Put some umph in it. Put he scored a <laughs> fucking banger on a bicycle kick. <laughs> this is your team. Yeah. So Lewandowski, you know, being a being as good as he is, as he's been last season, he jumps in the air, makes contact with the ball, throws an amazing bicycle kick to lead Bayern Munich to victory. It was the first goal of two goals um, for Bayern Munich, who was playing with a lot of injuries, so they didn't play their best, but whatever, the victory is what counts. Lewandowski has scored in every game that they played in Champions League as well as like uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, but Lewandowski is just better. I mean, let's just face it, he's just dominating. And I do think that Bayern Munich is going to be the only team that can keep up with Chelsea. And I see that um, if they see each other in the final, I see Chelsea losing. Even though I like Chelsea too, we all know that those are the two teams I like. I'm. I just don't see Chelsea beating Bayern Munich. So, Julian, can you talk some sense into my man here? <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. Although Bayern Munich's the powerhouse team, they're looking pretty strong as favorites. I, 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 I think I would have to go with Chelsea. I mean, the way they defend off the ball is absolutely brilliant. Tuchel is a tactician. I mean, honestly, I'm in love with him. Like the way he's, he's completely transformed with this. The, the way he's just completely transformed the Chelsea side. It's just fantastic. I think Chelsea right now are the favorites to win the Champions League. I mean, look at that squad. There's so much depth. And, the way, like, as, as Jordan mentioned, Lukaku was even playing and he still managed to score four goals. So he could just rotate the squad in any way possible. And they're just so unpredictable. And I, that's why I think Chelsea's going to win a Champions League. Sorry, Jordan, on this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Barca needed to win today, but they didn't. And they tied 0-0. Now they have to go play Bayern Munich their next game and if they don't beat Bayern Munich they will not qualify for the next round of the Champions League Julian does Barca get it done against Bayern Munich in their next game well that's a tough one it's going to be tough it's going to be really tough because obviously it's Bayern Munich but I probably I don't know like I'm not sure like how they're going to play it. Like, are they going to rotate their squad and bench like their starting 11 since they're already qualified the next round? I mean, I'm not entirely sure, but to be honest, like, I don't think they're going to get the job done. Like, we, today, like, they weren't able to, they weren't able to find the back of the net, which is a Benfica side who's a lot weaker compared to that Bayern Munich defense. I, I just, I just don't see it. I honestly think they're going to be eliminated. I think Benfica's going to get three points and they're going to sit further that second, uh, that second place spot and head on to the round of 16. Okay. All right. Hey, so Julian, talk to us about what it is you do. You cover the Serie A? Yeah, basically I cover the Serie A. Uh, I created a website called www.cultural with uh, Julian, which is pretty much a website that focuses on the Serie A, as mentioned. And uh, basically I publish articles based on transfer news, injury updates, and uh, post and pregame analysis. Very nice. So... Who is your favorite team? So my favorite team in the Serie A is uh, Inter Milan. Inter Milan. So you guys had a rough, a rough summer, didn't you? Yeah, this summer was a complete disaster. We lost our manager. We lost our two, uh, two of the star players in the, the league as a whole. So yeah, it was a disaster. But you guys had a really good game this past weekend. Talk to us about Inter's yeah. game. Yeah, this past weekend was uh, brilliant. So far, despite all the the, the significant departures in this club, uh, Inter Milan has been very impressive. Uh, based on their stats, uh, in the past five games, they only they they're three two and zero in the last five games, undefeated, and they managed to beat uh, Napoli this uh, last week. Well, this uh, weekend that just passed with the three to two, who was the best uh, defensive team in all of Europe. Actually, uh, they only conceded four goals in twelve games uh, before facing Inter Milan. So it's really impressive to see uh, Inter Milan beat Napoli, and in order to close the gap between them and uh, the standings and. Right now, Inter Milan are on fire. I mean, 26 goals in 13 games. Pretty much at a rate of two goals per game in the season. Yeah, Voltaro Martinez, the Argentine, six goals and one assist. Jekko, seven goals and one assist in um, in the about like 10, 11 appearances in the Serie A. So despite Lukaku's departure, they're flying right now. It's awesome. Yo, I got I got a question for you, man. Who is yeah. your uh, Who's your favorite player in Serie A, and why is it Weston McKinney? 
I mean, Weston McKennie has been pretty impressive in this study. I love watching him play. I think, like, he's very creative on the ball. I love it, like, the way he just explodes when the midfield, like, he's just so quick and his technique on the ball is brilliant. And he scored, like, very impressive goals in the Serie A. I think he's definitely one player that I love to watch. But my favorite player right now is the, in, to watch the Serie A as a whole is Federico Chiesa. That guy is absolutely amazing. His work rate's insane. The way he dribbles, he just weaves through defenders as if they're cones. And it's just... He's honestly like just a pleasure to watch. So, to me, it's it's a mystery of why Juve is doing so bad this season. Why do, you, in your opinion, why do you think Juve is doing so bad this season? They're like what eighth or seventh right now on the table. To be honest, I'm not even sure. Like, I don't understand why. Like, I was perhaps like I don't even think it's the coach. Like, we've seen it time and time again. Like that. They've been poor at, at starting the season off. Like, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. And, like, I think it's just a mental thing. Like, I just think, like, they're not able to unite and, and like, build, like, uh, perform together as a whole and, like, obtain, you know, the results against, uh, against these teams in the league. I think they're starting to pick up now, but I think it might be a little bit too late based on how the race is going. Do you think uh, Locatelli is fitting well there? Uh, I think so. I think, like, based on his performances, I think he's been one of the standout central midfielders. Uh, he's been pretty impressive in his last couple of games. So, yeah, I think he's fitting well. So, what Serie A team has impressed you the most this season? And then what Serie A team has disappointed you the most so far? All right, so the team that impressed me the most was uh, Fiorentina so far. As of right now, Fiorentina, after only f- after finishing around 14th uh, place last year, Fiorentina are currently in seventh with seven wins and six losses. And they're all pretty much like uh, one point away from a fifth place Europa League spot. So despite all the struggles last year, ever since they fired their coach and hired uh, Vincenzo Italiano, he's been doing a brilliant job with this team. So. It's been pretty impressive. So that's definitely one team that's impressing me the most. And in terms of uh, which team that is uh, disappointing me, uh, I think there's one team that I'm disappointed with is Juventus. I thought that despite, I mean, I I knew that they wouldn't win the title this year, but I didn't think that they'd be doing this bad. Like they're pretty much like dog shit right now. Like they're in eighth place, and it's pretty embarrassing to see. All right, so I'm glad that you mentioned Florentino, okay, the purple people leaders. So I want to talk to you about this cat named Dusan Vlahovic, okay? He had 21 yeah. goals last year, homeboy 6-3, okay? He's a monster as a striker. When's homeboy going to make the switch over to the Premier League and start banging in the money? I think the next season, I definitely think next season is going to be his, like he's going to depart. Here in Fiorentina, like I think like at some point they're going to want to like cash in on him. <laughs> So, and uh, the other guy I wanted to talk to you about, not to cut you off, uh, is uh, Mario Pasalic. All right, homeboys just dude's a baller for Atlanta. All right, so like, what's going on there, man? We, I remember him playing for Chelsea. We signed him, and then we we sold him because that's what we do. And now he's just he has a home, man. What's up, guy? Why can't he? What happened? Yeah, he's been, ever since he arrived in Serie A, he's been brilliant, especially this season. Uh, he's the lead, he's the leader in the assists, uh, in the assist table. He has five assists, and 
he has uh, five assists, yeah, so it's pretty impressive. I think uh, Mario Gasparini is working with him really well. I think he's getting the best out of him, which uh, Chelsea couldn't have done. I think his tactics, and he, ever since he was under Gasparini's tactics, he's flourished as a player. So it's fantastic to see from the German midfielder. All right, Julian, so if I'm going to Vegas this weekend, who do I place to win, place a bet to win the league this year? Oof, that's tough. Uh, despite their struggles this season, the last game, uh, last weekend, uh, over the weekend against Inter, I think Napoli's going to win. Despite their bad game, I think uh, they have the best team on paper, and I think like they have a lot of depth to compete in the in the Serie A this season. They're the most balanced squad, in my opinion, their defensive unit. Uh, right now, they just have a couple of injuries, but when Manolas comes back, the Greek giant, I think they're going to be a force, uh, an unstoppable force, and I don't think... Uh, the one team that you definitely don't want to wreck with. So, yeah. All I'm right. Gonna go with that awesome. I'm going to put you on the spot right now. You got to tell us who's better, Weston McKinney or Chucky Lozano? McKinney. I'm going to go with McKinney. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, man. So, you, uh, we talked earlier. You said that you live in Canada, right? Yeah. All right, so we also talk a lot of CONCACAF here, right? So I'm a huge USA fan. I got a yeah. bunch of uh, tryhards, uh, Mexico fans over here. And now that you're representing Canada, sitting top of the CONCACAF, man, I told these two fools earlier that there are two powerhouses. It's the USA and Canada, all right? And they laughed me out of the building. Now that it's you and me sitting atop of the table, is there a message that you want to send to the rest of the CONCACAF people who listen? No, I have uh, nothing else to say, but uh, times of contact have changed now. My United States and Canada are catching up to Mexico now, and I think it's time for us to take over. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you, uh, are, you an, are you an Italy fan then? Supporter? I'm also an Italy fan, yeah, I also go support Italy, yeah. Make sure you guys go out there and follow Julian. Julian, tell us uh, your uh, Twitter handle and your uh, um, Instagram page. Oh yeah, so pretty much my Instagram page for the website is at Cultural with Julian. So pretty much you guys could follow that Instagram account in order to stay updated with all my posts uh, on the website as well as collaboration with other podcasts. And uh, the website is www.culturewithjulian.com so you guys could read the podcast and stay informed with the uh, with the Serie A, what's going on, what's occurring within the Italian league. All right, guys, so we're going to try something new. It's a new segment that we're going to put in here, and it's called Last Minute Prayers. All right, Angel, go first. I want to pray for the Dortmund fans. Hope that they win tomorrow and qualify, because if you don't make it out of this group, that's pretty sad. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan. All right. Uh, sweet, sweet soccer, soccer lords out there. All right. Newcastle just spent $82 bajillion to get acquired, and you're sitting in 20th spot. Okay. Really hope that you're not the richest team in the championship division. Julian. <laughs> Uh, dear God, please uh, help uh, Inter Milan qualify for round 16 for the first time in 10 years. 
uh, been over a decade. We're waiting for this, and uh, after five years of being knocked out in the group stage, it would be really nice if we finally make it out of this group. Especially this group, it's pretty weak, and I think there's no excuses. We should be able to make it. So please, say a prayer for the Arsenal fans because we're still recovering from that ass beating that Mane and uh, Salah gave us uh, this past weekend. So make sure you guys, make sure you guys follow Julian. And uh, thank you, Julian. Thanks for coming on the show. We appreciate you. No, no problem. Thank you guys for having me on. I had lots of fun with you guys, and hopefully there's more to come. Yep. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back on the show. And uh, that's right. So tell your friends and tell your family. See ya.